welcome to the Step Up Podcast, a place where we're going to delve into different topics to learn more about ourselves and more about others, but also while having lots of fun. On today's episode, I welcome Chris Baker. I met Chris online through the John Maxwell team, and I found his story inspirational. His desire and passion to help the youth of today was something very close to my heart. Please listen in as we talk about the struggles that youth face today and what he's doing to help them overcome those. So, can you uh, talk a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So, Chris Chris Baker, I got several roles, really. So, <laughs> I'm still technically on a leader with the Walt Disney Company, although I'm on furlough currently, and I've been with Disney uh, since October 2011. Um, but then I also have my own company called Release Your Unconscious, which is is really focused on leadership development and predominantly now aimed more to help the youth market, but come into the workplace so that they uh, they know what they're, what they're doing, what they want to achieve, and um, that will benefit organizations. Uh, and I, I'm certified with John Maxwell team. I'm certified with DISC. Um, I'm also, I've got a title as a vice president of, for a company called Gapologies. So we work on, on gaps that exist in, in um, organizations and how to, uh, how to increase their, their, or use their purpose to increase productivity. So number of, number of different hats. Wow. (laughs) You are busy. (laughs) Yes. Do you mind sharing a little bit of your story? You work with and mentor youth. Yeah. um, And that's one of your passions. So can you share a little bit your story and how you came to want to work, work with the youth? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, originally I'm from England, uh, in case people haven't picked up on the accent, (laughs) from England. And um, I, I, I left school at England, the school system is slightly different to, to the US. You, you can leave, leave school at 16 after doing your exams, or you can stay until 18 and then you can go to um, college, which we call university. Um, and, and that was going to be my plan. But I actually left at 17 to, to go and start working in a bank. And, you know, I, I, I thought I knew what I wanted uh, and, and went and did that really bounced around a, a few few sort of careers um, until I was about 23, 24. And then I joined the, the, the car sales uh, or automotive industry, became a car salesman, worked my way through that over the next 20 years and went through management levels, became general manager of car dealerships. But it was, it was one of those things where I, I was sort of always chasing the success at work and, and thinking that that would bring happiness and it, it really didn't. So my professional life was going really well, but my personal life was, it was a mess. And I ended up taking a four or five month sabbatical working on a cruise ship, like traveling the world and just seeing different places to try and basically reset my mind and, and decide what I want to do. Cool. And, um, and, and, Sort of some circumstances there ended up bringing me to the US, and uh, then then it was like, okay, what am I going to do here? So, I, I built my my success in the car industry on on delivering customer satisfaction as the the number one priority, and so I thought, well, you know, Disney's got good good guest service, so let me go and work for Disney. So I did, 
um, and and sort of started at the bottom was was made a leader after three months and and sort of had various roles through there and even even through that you know i was I was just doing what I thought was right, which was was looking after guests as Disney call it so customers but also treating the you know my team correctly so I, I I really sincerely wholeheartedly believe that people are the heartbeat of every organization and mm-hmm. and and really when you look at it if you take the people out of an organization all you've got is bricks and mortar right or an online right. site with nothing so you know I, I would nurture those and that led to me being awarded a the the Walt Disney Legacy Award in in 2015, which was was really humbling and um, and a very proud moment in my life. But then that started thinking me about you know what do I really want to do with the rest of my life? I was approaching 50 years old, and and it was like okay, well I can I can sort of hang around for 15 years, go through go through the motions, draw a pension and a 401k, or I can do something more significant with my life. And so I started thinking about what I wanted to do. Um, that led me to, to join the John Maxwell team in 2017 and then set up my business. And But even then, I still didn't really know who I wanted to serve. You know, I, I'd sort of had this thing that, okay, I want to do leadership development because everything, as John Maxwell says, everything rises and falls on leadership. Mm-hmm. But it was just a really broad general thing and and it, and it and so what happened is that nothing happened right because <laughs> you know it's, it's when what they say when you you know you you want to do everything you actually do nothing and so been there yep <laughs> yeah and and it's a common it's a common thing you know in, in in life in general and and I would would see it in the workplace I'd see the the you know employees that were like myself, that we're sort of turning up for work and it was like, okay, we're here for a job, but, you know, are we really satisfied and are we really fulfilled? And the answer was no. So I started looking back at at, at where did that, you know, what's the source of that? Because that's an effect, so what's the cause? And as I started looking back, I realised that it's the teenage years. You know, the teenage years is when this all starts because up until like 11, 12 years old, you know, we've got wild dreams, we've got imaginations like beyond, beyond anything anybody could, could think possible and we've got no fears. And as we come into that teenage year, we're sort of taught to, to fear failure, right? And to stay mm-hmm. within in boundaries and, and not to take any risks. And, and so we're, we're told then what to think, not how to think. And, and we're, we're told effectively not to dream big um, because, because, we may fail and there's a fear of failure coming in there a fear of what other people will think of you so you know we see then too many teenagers that that choose their their elective courses or choose their college degrees or choose their career without really knowing truly what they want to do and so that, that really this year that's that's really narrowed me in on the fact that okay I can either treat the symptoms which is the leadership in and uh, in in organizations which is great, and, and that, that needs doing too. But what we really need to do is go to the cause. And if we can treat the cause, then the symptoms will naturally go away anyway, right? Because we're, we're, we're um, building from the, from the, the, the middle outwards. Um, so that's, that's really what, you know, my journey and why I got to, to where I am today with what I want to achieve today. That is awesome. I remember, in, I think it was uh, grade 11, where we had to start 
deciding what courses we want to do, we wanted to take so we can decide what we want to do in university. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm 16. How am I supposed to know what I want to right. do? And so you take the personality courses and it's like, oh, you should be a chef or, and I'm like, I don't want to do any of this stuff. (laughs) And I'd wish I had, I'd had um, somebody to come kind of mentor me or guide me along and Mm -hmm. also show me that I could, there were so many possibilities out there um, because I also didn't believe in myself. And so, oh, it's amazing. Like, yeah get them at that age <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you can change their lives yeah it's true the, the, there's so much um you know in, in, in the recent summit that i did and sort of talking through with teenagers there is there is such a lack of of self-belief and and uh, you know a low a low self-esteem in teenagers and pe- people don't realize i didn't realize it you know no. until i started looking at it you just think oh well they're all fine you know and they've got their their iphones and their or smartphones <laughs> and their, their um, xboxes and they're on social media and they're, they're happy but they're really not and, no. and nobody's taking that time or i don't say nobody but not enough people are taking time to really understand them and say okay what do you want to do you know what does make you happy and and mm-hmm. and then give them that belief that belief system that they can achieve what they want to do and you know dreams dreams really can come true and it's it's a, a program just doing with a a summer camp up in Canada and it's called dreams come, dreams can come true. I'm and in it, Canada. Yeah, there you go. Right? So, Whereabouts? Um, well, it's, it's online. So I mean, they're from all oh. over. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're from all over, but it's, uh, I do it on Monday, um, Mondays at four to five o'clock. Mm. And, and it's, it's based along the, the Walt Disney quote that, that all your dreams can come true if you have the okay. courage to pursue them. Right. And and the, the, the thing is to say up until teenagers, they've got the courage. But then when they get to teenagers, that courage is washed away because people are like, no, 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 don't, don't do that. Right. Right. You don't get a job that's going to be a, a quote unquote safe job, which we all know now doesn't exist. Right. right. Especially in this in this current current time. Right. So. So, no, follow. Understand what it is you want to do. Follow it. And, uh, and 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 go for it but you can't do it alone you need that mentors and and coaches to help you and, um you know that that's that's why I, I want to provide that to people amazing i love it uh what do you what do you see as some of the biggest challenges facing the youth of today uh so it, it's really to be honest it's the adults <laughs> <laughs> yeah the adults in their, in their life so and, and not, you know, not intentionally, um, because parents, are, parents, the majority of parents want the best for their kids, right? Mm-hmm. They want, you know, they, they want to set them up for a good start in life. They want them to be able to avoid the obstacles and the hurdles that they had. They, you know, they want to give them, give them, give them. The, the problem with that is that we're not teaching the, the, the teenagers to, to think for themselves. Right. And and to identify what it is they truly want and how they're going to, you know, they, they, how, what they need to do to get it. So what happens then is, is then the millennials and now the Gen Zs have got that reputation of being entitled. It's not their <laughs> fault, right? You know, if we give, give, give them everything, yeah. then how, how do we expect them suddenly to like put in? Because we're, we're enabling them to, to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's not just the, you know, the, the, the parents, school teachers, or they're, they're all focused on, on academic achievements and grades, not, not what are the strengths and what are the passions and the, and the purposes of, of our, our youth. 
And so, you know, when they go into the workplace, they'll go to college, they'll do a degree, they'll go to get the college lifestyle. And then when they come out, they've got debt, right? Or the parents have, have paid for it. And so they've got no idea about budgeting and, and finances and so on. They come out at 21, 22 years old and it's like, oh, okay, now what? Yeah. Right, what, what do I want to do? So they, they you know, they, they get a job that, that pays them okay and they think, well, that's what I want, but then it doesn't or it doesn't clear their student debt. So then they bounce around and that's, again, enhances the reputation that they're impatient, they don't want to stay. So we need to stop that, right? So, mm-hmm. again, I think it's the adults that do it. And, and, and again, in the workplace, the leadership skills are not there either. So, so we don't know how to nurture and develop these, these youngsters. Right. We don't know how to communicate with these youngsters on a way that, that, that they're going um, to develop. So, again, that's why I say in a nutshell, I think adults are the challenges, um, but it goes deeper than that, right? For sure. There's so many issues that, yeah. yeah. Well, I remember I've been down a few different career paths, and when I first went, I graduated with a paralegal diploma, and I worked in a law firm, and I hated it so much, and I got so depressed, Mm -hmm. and I remember telling this other lady... Um, a friend of mine. And she's like, well, you'll just have to suck it up. You know, you went to school for this. That's what you'll be doing for the rest of your life. And thank God my, like my, my parents were very supportive because they realized I was not happy. Yeah. Um, And then they helped me get a life coach and everything. But that kind of mentality, I'm like, oh my word, I, cause I was so depressed. I just wanted to die. Like I hated my life. Yeah. And so to know that there's hope out there, there's like possibilities, there's other things that I could try and it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I tried it and I didn't like it. And yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and you were, you were fortunate there that your parents are, are supportive in that way, right? Yes. Because <laughs> a lot of, a lot of teenagers, what, what I'm finding and, and, and identifying with is that they, the communication with their parents is maybe not as good as, as each of them would want it to be, right? right you know, right. we hear the parents say, oh, my teenagers don't talk, and the, par- and the teenagers say, my parents don't understand me, right? And, and so, it, okay, they're, they're there, we just need to connect them. Um, but what, what they, they're, they're looking at is that a lot of teenagers are, are living under what they, what they're putting stress and pressure on themselves because they're trying to live up to the expectations that they think other people have got off them, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, they're, that's why you see teenagers and going into college to do a degree in law because their parents are lawyers, right? right. Or going to doctor school because their parents are doctors. And, and it's, it really, it shouldn't be that way, right? right. If that's what you truly want to do, absolutely great. But if you, if you want to be a teacher, then don't go to medical school. Right, because <laughs> yeah. you know, go to go to to teacher school because that's what you want to do, and 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 it's being able to articulate that, and 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 for parents and teenagers to be able to connect and communicate effectively so they understand it, and then the parents will support them, and also the teenagers understanding that well, my parents really do want the best for me, but if we learn to talk about it and they understand what I want, then they'll help me. Um, yeah. but they, they put that pressure on themselves because because the communication isn't isn't effective enough well that reminds me of uh did you ever see dead poet society yes you yeah. know the the i think it's robert sean leonard uh he wants to be an actor and his dad's like i think he wants him to go to to medical school and then he end up he ends up killing himself because 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, it makes me cry every time. But I right. always think of that movie and how sad well, that is. And, and here's the, the thing, Stephanie. People think, oh, that's just a movie, right? No, it's real life. Yeah. You know, you've got to look at, at um, you know, teenage suicide is, is high percentage, right? Depression and anxiety within teenagers is high. Oh, and even, sure. even when they get into their adult life there, again, you only have to go on to things like TikTok or whatever and see how many people are depressed and anxiety in, in all sorts of ages yeah. because they put that pressure on themselves or other people, they feel other people have put pressure on them, um, rightly or wrongly, and, and you know, they, they don't see a future. You know, it's, it's crazy. Um, and we, we need to break that cycle and, it, and, and I, it, that's what I say we've got to go to the, the, the heart of it the cause of it which is the teenage years do you find do you find a lot of teenagers are looking for mentors or looking for a leader they just don't want to they just don't know how to ask or how to find that yeah yeah I think I think there's two sides to it as well I think there's the there is that there is that side to it, but there's also maybe maybe a a feeling of of sort of guilt in some way that they think they don't want to they don't want to like upset their parents by by thinking that they need to go and talk to somebody else, right? Because right. their parents are, are there, and that's the whole thing with what what I want to do and, and what I'm looking to build. I'm not looking to to replace the education system or replace parents. No, no, no. What I'm looking to do is supplement all of that, right? Yeah. And yeah. and we know that that you know not everybody is is skilled at, at coaching. Not everybody is skilled at mentoring. Not everybody is a, is a good listener. Mm. So we've got our strengths and we and we've got our weaknesses. And and what what we we need to to do as as human beings in general is say, well, let's work in our strength zones and the, the areas that I'm not strong in. Let's get somebody else to help with that. Yeah, you know, and, and so you know we 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 should be um, we should be prepared to a seek it out ourselves, but b if there's someone around us that that we love, whether it's a, a spouse, a relative, a, a child, we should encourage them to get that help and support. And yes, it costs you know it can cost some money, not a lot of money, but it will be it will be an investment. But an right. investment brings a return at the end of it, right? And and if we we're working towards that end. If we want the best for our, our children, we want the best for, for our spouses, for ourselves, then invest to get that return. Right? For sure. And, yeah. It's funny sometimes how like, and I know I've done this. <laughs> I'll spend so much money on stupid things like Starbucks coffee, like every day or uh, something, you know, right. and yet something that's like for my health or well-being, I'm like, no, it's too yeah. expensive. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it's interesting because we, you know, people say, I can't afford it or I haven't got the time, right? They, or, or I don't know where to start. Well, well, A, you, you, they're just excuses, right? Yeah, um, sure. Because there's, there's so much out there. So, you know, we give people a place to start. And then they say, well, I haven't got the time, I haven't got the money. Okay, well, how much time do you spend um, on watching TV, right? How much time do you spend on social media? Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. And, and so... You know, if, if you could take just an hour a week or two hours a week, right? Could you find two hours a week? Of course you could, if you really wanted to do it, right? That's mm -hmm. the crux of it. Yeah. And then the, the money side of it, you know, if you're talking about something that's maybe $50 a week, right? 
Um, how much do you spend, as you say, on Starbucks? How much do you spend on going to McDonald's, right? It's a, a <laughs> yeah. family of four going to McDonald's is probably about $50 now, right? Mm -hmm. So could you forego one fast food meal per week to, to help grow and educate your child and prepare them for the future? If you really wanted to, you could. For sure. And that's, yeah. that's the, the, the thing I, I you know, I, I, I will ask people, do, do you really want it? Or do you, do you just want to want it? Yes. <laughs> so there's a difference. <laughs> does it sound like a good idea? And you, and you really think, yeah, that would be good if I could do that. Or do you want to go 100% all in and say, yes, I want this. And that's the difference. If you really want it, you'll find the time, you'll find the money, and you'll yeah, get yeah. started. If you just want to want it, it's just a nice idea, but you don't want it badly enough. Therefore, you'll go and get your Starbucks or your McDonald's or binge watch on Netflix instead right? yeah. <laughs> priorities yeah or it's the easier thing to do like I know for me Correct. you know I've always kind of I've always liked TV because I'm an introvert and I like to be at home and whatever mm -hmm. um and so certain things I'm like uh no I just want to watch TV I don't want to do this even though yeah. I know it's it's what I should be doing <laughs> and it's right. just easier to Correct. And then, and then what we do as humans, right, is we bemoan our bad luck, say, hey, I never get all these lucky breaks. I never get anything. Well, yeah, if you, if you choose not to look for it, then you're not going to get it. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, we create our own luck with the, the, the actions that we take. Yeah. If you, looking back at your own teenage self, yeah. um, if you could like go back in the future, or back in the past, sorry. <laughs> um, what is one piece of advice that you would give to yourself? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting question. And uh, I actually put a post out about that a few weeks ago on, on Facebook to, to ask that, that exact question. I saw that, yeah. I don't think yeah. I commented, <laughs> but... <laughs> it, it's interesting because um, I, I think the, the, the biggest thing is to have confidence in yourself and understand who, you know, understand who you are and what you want and then have the courage of your convictions and live that out yeah and you know i'll say for for myself you know i was like you were just saying i was really introverted i was was shy um in fact i still think i am although other people don't necessarily think it now but i'm i i, I was shy and I, I, I and I, I didn't necessarily talk to it to to people right not about emotions and feelings and thoughts right and you know even my parents my when I was 14, uh, well, I, I'd, um, myself and my brother were a year apart. I was the oldest. And then when I was 14, he was 13. My parents had a, um, a third child. And, um, you know, the, the life had changed. Life was different. And, and you know, the, that, was, that was their focus. But it was at a crucial time in my life. And, again, I'm not blaming anybody. But we didn't really talk as a family about things, right? And so right. I, I think as a... As a, a even as a, as a 16 year old, it would be share your thoughts, share your emotions, share your feelings. There's, there's no shame in that. In fact, it's good to do that. Mm -hmm. right? And be vulnerable in that because that's how you truly understand who you are and what you want to do and why you want to do it. And then when you know that, have the courage of your convictions and follow through with it. That's, that's great advice. And I know I would tell myself the same thing because I, like, I'll tell my mom stuff, like, this is how I felt as a teenager. And she goes, really? Why yeah. didn't you say anything? And I'm like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My friends knew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I know, it's, it's, it's true. It's, um, you know, we, we, we're not, 
we're not good at sharing emotions and feelings. And, and in fact, a lot of it, we're, we're actually told the opposite. Don't show your feelings and emotions because yeah. right? you'll be vulnerable. Yes, we need to be vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, but, but people see that as the weakness, you know, showing your soft underbelly, people will attack it. Well, they're going to attack you, whatever, right? So, so at least know what you want to do and then follow that. So, True. but it's not the easy route, all right? As you said earlier, that's the trouble. We take the easy route. Right. Right? In, in life in general, we take the easy route because we don't know truly what we want and where we want to go and why we want to get there. We don't understand the importance of it and therefore we'll take the easy route. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what are your thoughts? I know a lot of people have thoughts on social media and if it's good yeah. or bad or, you know, somewhere in the middle. Um, what are your thoughts on how social media has shaped the youth of today? Is it a hindrance or a helper or somewhere in between? Yeah, I think it can be both, right? Or all three <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in that yeah. respect. But it, it, can be a, it can be help, it can be a hindrance. It can be, um, you know, it's too easy. And this is not just for youth, to be honest, Stephanie. This is for anybody. Right. Uh, it's, it's too easy to get caught up in social media. It's too easy. <laughs> you, know, you, can, you can sit on there and spend hours on TikTok or Facebook or Instagram or whatever, right? And Pinterest is, is I know it's technically maybe not social media, I don't know, but you can still waste a lot of time on there, right? Yeah. And, and then the, the, the so you can, you can waste time instead of being productive, but also, you know, you, the, there's so many, again, opinions on social media that, that are not necessarily factual, <laughs> but people believe it right if, it, right if it's on facebook it must be true <laughs> well no not necessarily right right um, and and so I, I i again i think it's it's one of those things that that i think if social media is is used as it's intended which is is a connection you know and keeping in contact with people um and and sharing sort of fun stuff then absolutely great um when it gets too political and too controversial and, and, um, you know, wasting of time, then I think it can be a negative thing. Um, and actually like really the teenagers now, they're not on Facebook, right? They're, right. they're more on Snapchat and WhatsApp, which are not really social media. That's their connection thing. So that's fine. And then they're on TikTok, right? But then a lot of adults are now on TikTok. So the kids are going off that. And so, so <laughs> once the adults take over, then the kids yeah. find something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and and actually, I'm I'm just associated with a brand new social media, which is purely only for teenagers. We, apart from oh. the coaches and gurus like myself that are on there, we we all have to have police background checks and everything to be on there. Yeah. We don't allow adults on it. It's just purely teenagers, um, like thirteen to eighteen year olds. And, and again, the idea of that is, is what social media should be. It's a learning platform, a community, a connection platform. Yeah. Right? And then if the teenagers want coaching and, and courses and so on from there, then they can, they can get it. But it's, it's purely for teenagers. So, so again, I think it's like anything in moderation is, is a good thing, right? But it's, sure. it's understanding that. And um, the, the other aspect of it, of course, is if there's... there's um, the same with anything online is there's the, 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 the vulnerability to, to attacks, right. And to um, people pretending to be who they're not, you know, so that, that's something that is a danger that again, you know, we, we want to try and avoid on social media. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I used to like go on and 
challenge people's thoughts and like, why do you, why are you saying this? Or have you thought about it this way? And I've stopped because there's no point because first of all, I don't think people really read um, I've had a lot of people take what I'm saying and I'm like, I didn't even say that. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <I didn't> say. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then they just want to like argue and, and you're just like, this is yeah. ridiculous. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll, I'll give you an example of that. I, I, I put a post out. Um, it, it may have been this week. I can't remember. I'm like, the days all blur together. <laughs> you do a lot a of bit, stuff. But, yeah. But I put a post out and it was, and there was an image of like two hands and one was a, a black hand and one was a white hand with like tattoos yeah. on them feelings. And it was about teen lives matters. Right. Right. And, and I put the, the actual blurb was like, I've been so impressed with like the way black life matters has gone on and support. And I want to support that and, and let's build on it and now talk about how teen lives matters too. Mm. All right. And again, I've had some some things back from there saying I'm undermining the Black Lives Matters. No, I'm not. If you read it, what I'm saying is I really am impressed with that. Teenage lives matter too. So I'm not taking away from that. I'm just saying, hey, let's let's put some also some awareness on teen life matters. Black, white, Asian, whatever colour. Again, it's like any any all diversity and inclusion in there. I'm not saying any any race or creed or religion or sex or whatever. Um but again, it's people will, will go, oh, yeah, you, you know, they're, they're, they're passionate about one thing and they think that if you say something else, you're taken away from that. I'm not. I'm building on that. It's a different thing, right? I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's either this or this. Let's bring it all together, right? It's all that's, about, yeah. Oh, sorry. That's a false dilemma, right? Right. Like, uh, where, well, why does it have to be either or? Exactly. There's other options. <laughs> Yeah. That's all oh, that stuff drives me crazy. And that, yeah. yeah, I just also what you were saying about all the different opinions online. And I was thinking, you know what, because in the olden days, what I like to call uh, before social media, <laughs> yeah. we would just, you know, you'd talk to one person or two people, you get two opinions. Now you're seeing a hundred different, different opinions in a matter of one minute. And right. it's very stressful. And yeah, I'm exactly. seeing like the whole mass debate and I'm like, Oh, Okay, I can understand like, you know, certain things about this, but then, but then they're going too far. But then this side, okay. But then it's like all these different, and I'm like, I can't. It stresses me out, so yeah. I just have yeah. to stop. <laughs> it's true. I, I just, I just want a world where we, where we, we, we're positive. We look for the look for solutions rather than problems, you know, and, and that, that's the other thing with social media and the media in general is, is everything they seem to want to put out is, is negative news, right? And, yeah. and you know, if there's, there's two sides to every statistic, but what they'll do is they'll print the, the worst side of it, right? And you go, well, what about this? And we, yeah, well, that's not news because that's, that's, that's not going to scare people, right? So let's yeah. do the stuff that's going to scare people. And I think the whole COVID situation is, has really been escalated partly because of that, you know, and, and then it polarizes people because then it forms all the, the, the things about masks. And, you know, I, I, I don't like wearing a mask. I mean, I'm in Florida, for goodness sake, where it's like <laughs> 95 degrees and 80% humidity. Yeah. Uh, wearing a mask is horrible. But I do it because that, A, it's mandated, but, and, and I follow rules. <laughs> But, but B, it's the, it's the right thing to do when you're out in public to try and get rid of this, this pandemic. Yeah. Um, but there's people out there saying it's unconstitutional, you can't make me wear this. Well, 
No, but that's selfish as well, right? Because you know, you're not thinking about you're not just thinking about yourself. You you could be harming other people. So just let's look, let's look for for peace and love, and let's get things working right. Let's look for solutions, and if there's a different solutions to mass, great. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Right? Don't just don't just bring problems. That's one of the reasons why, and I, I only notice, I only realized this within like a month or so ago. I was like, that's why I don't really enjoy the news. I mean, not only is it a lot of negativity, which I mean, we have to be informed, but there's too much of it. Um, also, there's no other, there's no solutions. It's just problems. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's why it drives me crazy. Yeah. Because if, so. if if the if we got solutions to everything, there would be no news. Right? Exactly. So they're like, no, we don't want that. Too funny. Oh, um, I read your book, Ten Steps to Freedom. Oh, thank you. And it's really good. And I I can totally identify with you. Um, well, we're both introverts. Uh-huh. Uh, you were talking about how when you were younger, you would just make these decisions. And I, you know what? I got my paralegal diploma because one night, one morning I woke up and I was like, I want to work in law because I love law and order and it looks really cool. So I'm just going to go. And I was going to do a legal assistant. And then the guy at the school was like, well, you might as well do paralegal. But he was just trying to upsell me because it was a big, it was a more expensive course. Right. And so, yeah, I would just make these quick decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and also you talked about this shiny object syndrome yep. where <laughs> you see something over here and you're like, Oh, I'm going to try that. And then over yeah. here and I can totally, uh, identify with that. Yeah, and I, I share our, um, you know, my parents would call them five minute wonders, right? Because I, I would, I would learn something. And, and this came about probably uh, 2000, I think it was 2017, 2018, maybe the Christmas of 2017. I can't remember. I went, I went home. And it was after I after I joined the John Maxwell team. So it was after August 2017, because I was reading Everyone Communicates Few Connect. And um, and I, I said to my my mum, I said, okay, tell me some stories about you know my childhood. Because I, I literally don't remember a lot of my childhood. It's I, I went, for some reason I've black, blacked it out anyway. Um, and she was she was telling me again, she would say about these five-minute wonders and and how you know, I was pretty gifted at things and I'd pick things up pretty quickly. But as soon as they got a little bit difficult and I had to work at it, I would go, okay, I'm done with that now. What else can I do? Right. And so, you know, I, I, I was learning the, the trumpet and I would play the trumpet and the cornet in brass bands and I enjoyed it and I was doing well, got up to grade five. It started getting a bit tough. So I was like, eh, let me go and learn the guitar and then, yeah, let me do something else. Um, and the only thing I didn't do with that was playing football, soccer. You know, I would, I would play that because I enjoyed it. And so mm-hmm. I carried on that. And, you know, I'm still involved in that now. So, it, again, it just highlighted to me that, that we, we do things without really wanting and knowing, you know, uh, it being our purpose and our passion. We, we're not going to follow through with it. Right. And, and the, you know, the, the saying, the grass is greener on the other side. Well, you know, I know now at 54 years old, grass is green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's just green wherever so it, it's not that it's not a different color it's it, what you're you know what you want to do with it and, and so um again that's why i'm so so keen on on finding that purpose and passion and and that's what what prompted me to write the the book it was more 
to get it out of my head and down on paper yeah. than to make money out of it because you don't make money out of writing books and but it was it was down and it's out so I'm glad you've read it <laughs> but that's um it, yeah, it, it was it was good very exercise. good yeah I learned a lot <laughs> good good that's another thing I think because um, I remember feeling the same and you know um, actually, I was listening to a podcast by John Maxwell just yesterday about how some people have more of a bent to pessimism or optimism, yeah. but nevertheless, it's still a choice. And so I kind of grew yeah. up with that. Well, this is just who I am because um, I didn't know that I could choose these things or that exactly. I could work hard to, to get it. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, I think that's another thing that should be taught or that, that would be amazing for kids to know, like, for sure. you know, work yeah. hard for it, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. People, people seem to, to think that we're a, you know, we're, we're a victim of our circumstance, right? But actually our circumstances are a consequence of the decisions that we've made in the past. Yeah. Uh, and, and I didn't understand that for the longest, longest time. I would blame other people. I'd blame situations. I'd blame everything other than the person that I needed to do, which was me. Yeah, uh, and so so once I I learned that and I understood that, um, then I brought in forgiveness. Right? And forgiveness is is about forgiving other people. You don't forget things, but you forgive things. But it's also forgiving yourself, right? Because you harbor all these things, and there's some things that you've made decisions, and and you maybe know they weren't the right one, but but for some reason you you don't you don't take responsibility. Well, take responsibility, forgive yourself. Know that we all make mistakes, and we need to. Because failure is how we learn, yeah, um, yeah. but forgiveness is such a huge thing. And and you know, as I've I've really learned and mastered that in the last year or so, um, it's really it brings a whole new calmness and serenity about your life. And when you mm. when you get that, then guess what? Your heads up, and you see all these opportunities around you that you thought weren't there, but they were. You just weren't looking. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I get it. And also because you have a tendency, or we all have a tendency to see like, oh, well, so-and-so has this and I don't. And I'm, I get very jealous and like, yeah. but, and I've also learned the power of forgiveness and going, I have a lot of people on my list because, you know, a lot of things I would like, I would take everything personally or whatever. Yeah. Um, and how freeing it is. And, and even when I think of that person, there's not this like hatred anymore. It's just like, uh, oh, the feelings have have really i mean some of it's still there but it's a it's a learning process right so yeah and when you you release that you release that sort of resentment that anger distrust or whatever it was right the hurt and emotions you release that and, and yeah. that creates so much space then for good stuff yeah right because even if, if you're bottling it up and i would bottle stuff up forever right i would keep it there and I thought, well, if it's bottled up and compartmentalized away, it's not going to come out. Well, the trouble is it's taking up real estate that should be filled with positive stuff, right? Right. So you have to release it and get rid of it and then go, oh, now I've got all this space. Listen, all this good stuff's coming in now because yeah. I've got rid of all of the bad stuff, right? Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's, it, you know, I, I use the, the sort of the, the metaphor of weeds in a garden because the, the bad stuff is like weeds. It will keep growing. Right, so you have to constantly keep keep looking at that and keep weeding, keep chucking them out because otherwise it will take up that real estate again before you know it. So it's not a, a, a one and done thing, right? right. It's, it's a constant. It's a it's a life a life choice and a life journey. For but sure. when you do it, it becomes a habit, and, and it's so much. It's so so refreshing and and um, fulfilling when you you learn to do that. So 
again, it's a, an encouragement for, for anybody, right? Whatever age you are, it's not too late. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, or ask you, is there anything in coming up in the future that you want to talk about any events you're doing? Um, yeah, I've got no event planned at the moment, not a, an event event. I'll probably, I will be doing another youth summit in October. Okay. Um, but, the, but for, for now it's really, um, you know, my Acorns to Oaks Leadership Academy is really what I'm, I'm concentrating on, which is a, a, a leadership development academy with an adult lane and with a teenage lane. Mm -hmm. So the, the, this, this will apply um, to, to anybody because everybody's got the ability and the potential to grow and, and develop whatever age they are. And this is a, 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 a monthly membership program that, that we'll go through each month, we'll go through a different aspect of personal growth and development and uh, including things like the, you know, self-esteem and self-worth, belief in yourself, attitude, behaviors, prioritizing, scheduling. There's a, there's a whole curriculum by it. And, and so that's something that again, families can come into. Mm -hmm. um, businesses can, can, I've got a corporate uh, model for it where businesses can come into it. But what I'm also doing as well is everybody that pays into it. So if, if, if one individual comes into it and pays into it, I, I also gift a membership to a teenager in need. And oh. then if an organization pays for it for their, for their team, I'll gift it to a youth group, right? Oh. Or a, um, a, a nonprofit that works with teenagers. So I, I want to just grow and develop it and, and help everybody realize that you can help yourself, but you can also help others at the same time because that's the way that we're going to grow uh, and, um, and change the world. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, if people wanted to get in touch with you, how would mm -hmm. they go about doing that? Um, so my website is probably the best place. It's chris-j-baker.com. And the, the dash, for me, it's a hyphen. You may know it as hyphen in America. They call it a dash. So it's chris-j-baker.com. <laughs> yeah. um, and on there, there's... there's um, you know, ways to connect with me. You can book a, 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 a what we'll call a strategy call, free strategy call, just to talk through like what's going on in your life at the moment and what's your challenges, what's your goals. And, and um, you know, that can say, you know, am I the right person to work with you or not? Um, and if so, what would be the right thing? There's also links on there then to the Acorn Search Leadership Academy. There's a link to my podcast. <laughs> so um, they, you can do that too. Uh, so that, that's the best place. And, uh, and, and yeah, contact me through there. And it's got all links to my social media and everything on there as well. Okay, awesome. Well, Chris, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Excited been... to see you grow and develop. So. Thank you. Uh, and it's nice to finally chat with you in person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank well, you. Yeah, so that, that, that's a good thing with social media now, right? You can connect with people all over the world. Yeah. You know, I've got some good friends now that I've never met in person, right? But I've had Zoom conversations, I've had social media conversations. Um, but the, the world is truly a small place now. It, it, you know, it's, oh, yeah. It's so you cool. Can connect with everybody. So, yeah, it's, it's good, to, uh, good to put a face to a name and, and have yeah. a conversation. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Early on in our conversation, Chris mentioned that he's certified in DISC. For those of you who don't know what DISC is, it's actually the acronym D-I-S-C. It is the John Maxwell Method 
of behavioral analysis. So the four personality styles being dominant, influencing, steady, and compliant. I also mentioned Chris's book. If you would like to read his book, it can be found on Amazon. It's called 10 Steps to Freedom, Your 10-Step Guide to Living the Life You Deserve. And it's 10, like the number 10 steps, the number two freedom. Chris also has a podcast, which I would highly recommend listening to. It is called Maximize Your Potential, and it can be found on any of the podcast apps. I personally listen to Podcast Addict. I want to thank Chris for coming on Stuff Up Podcast. And I also want to give a shout out to Eric Crosby, who was an editing podcast extraordinaire. The interview I had with Chris, I was having, I thought I was having some sound issues, some technicalities. And uh, I asked Eric, I'm like, dude, can you help me please? And he edited that for me. So I really appreciate it. Eric also has his own podcast. I would highly suggest listening. It's called True. It used to be called Beyond Bizarre, but now it's just called True. And he just talks about different uh, bizarre stories. <laughs> and Eric is super, super Nice, super amazing, and uh, very helpful. So thank you, Eric. My podcast can be found on most apps. I don't think it's on Stitcher, but most others, you would be able to find it. And if you like to listen, I would absolutely appreciate it if you could rate my podcast. There is a website. It's called rate this podcast backslash step up. You can also reach me on Instagram and Facebook under Stuff Up Podcast, or you can email me at stuffuppodcast at gmail.com. That's S-T-E-P-H-U-P podcast at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. I hope you go out there and make it a great day. <laughs>